What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie The Flash. Here's a quick synopsis. Barry Allen, a.k.a. The Flash, has learned he can go fast enough to travel through time and goes back to stop the events that killed his mother and placed his father in prison. The film stars Ezra Miller, Michael Keaton, Sasha Kaye, Michael Shannon, Kiersey Clemens, and Ben Affleck. Standout performances. Ezra Miller was cast as Barry Allen, The Flash, all the way back in 2014, but only until now in 2023 has been given a movie to star in as the iconic speedster. It's a dual role for Miller, who is playing two different versions of the character, and for this podcast's purposes, I'm only going to talk about the performance and not the controversy surrounding the actor. And from a performance standpoint, I thought Miller was quite good in this movie, especially when looking at what they were given plot-wise. I thought they were turning a lot of nothing into something. There's a version of Barry Allen in this movie that I found to be very annoying, and it's the version that's playing a dumbed-down version of the character whose parents lived. I found the character being dumb to be really annoying. It was going for, like, dude, where's my car kind of energy, but it didn't work at all for this movie. I didn't find it funny. I don't think most people enjoyed that aspect of that character. I get why there had to be two versions of Barry Allen in this movie, but did one of them have to be dumb for humor's sake? And that humor fell flat completely. It didn't make any sense why the movie went that route with one version of Barry Allen, the one who was being dumb. I also thought we were just done with having dumb characters in movies and TV shows for humor. I thought we were past that, but clearly we're not because here we are with what's supposed to be one of the biggest movies of the year featuring one of its main characters playing a lovable dummy. I don't think the lovable dummy character works in 2023, and I think one of the versions of Barry Allen is the perfect example of that. The future for Miller as The Flash is up in the air with James Gunn's revamp of DC underway and The Flash's poor box office disappointment, which I'll talk about more in a bit. One of the biggest selling points of The Flash has been the return of Michael Keaton as Batman for the first time since 1992's Batman Returns. We are living in a world where famous actors are returning to their iconic roles. Tom Cruise with Maverick, Harrison Ford with Indiana Jones, and now Keaton as Bruce Wayne. And I'm mixed on this return. There are some good moments for Batman in the movie. But was it really worth a Keaton return? Probably not. And let's not forget he was also going to play Batman again in the now-scrapped Batgirl movie. One of the biggest reasons I was struggling with Keaton in this movie is because his version of Batman was not around people that had superpowers. Like, he had just met this guy who was super fast, and he was being very casual about it. It's not like his version of Batman was going up against aliens. And in this movie, there's an alien in Zod, and he just believes it all way too easily. Ben Affleck's version of Batman also shows up in this movie.
movie in a smaller role. I think those roles should have been reversed. I think Michael Keaton should have had a small, small supporting role. And I think Ben Affleck's Batman should have appeared more prominently in the movie. I like Michael Keaton's Batman more than I like Ben Affleck's Batman. But Ben Affleck's Batman makes way more sense in this movie than Michael Keaton's version of Batman. Michael Keaton will next reprise another one of his all-time roles, Beetlejuice in Tim Burton's Beetlejuice 2, and is starring in and directing the movie Knox Goes Away, co-starring Al Pacino and James Marsden. One of the big winners of The Flash for me is Sasha Cayley, who plays Kara, aka Supergirl. The moment she came on screen, she brought new life to the movie. I would 1000% watch her in her own Supergirl movie. It's like what I was saying about Ezra earlier on the podcast. He was able to make a lot of something out of nothing. That's what she did in this movie. A lot of people would not have been able to shine in this movie, but she was able to because she has star potential. The director of The Flash is Annie Muschietti, who is best known for making the two It films. It was recently announced he'll be directing another DC movie, Batman the Brave and the Bold, which will run concurrently with Matt Reeves' Batman movie starring Robert Pattinson. So another Batman movie is on the way. And so is another Superman movie. I'm really interested to see what DC president James Gunn is going to do with Superman. He just casted David Cornsweet as Clark Kent and Rachel Brosnahan as Lois Lane. She, of course, best known for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. If he can crack the Superman code, then that would really get things going for his new DC. I'm just not sure that all DC movies should be connected. That's what's been their biggest problem. Just focus on making one really good movie at a time. I think that's the problem with the Marvel movies. We are sick and tired of all of these movies leading to the next movie. We just want one really good movie that has a great beginning, middle, and end. Not everything needs to lead to the next big thing. I fully understand wanting to copy the Marvel strategy when they were at the height of their powers, but now they are really struggling to connect all the dots to their movies. And I feel like DC is going to have that same struggle because audiences no longer want to see a connected story. We've been there and done that. We need to see these superhero movies do new and interesting things. Let's get back to The Flash. I like the movie. I did not love it and want to get into why I think it ended up not being a box office hit many expected that it would become. The number one reason is the wait for The Flash movie was way too long. The last time Ezra Miller played The Flash before this movie was 2017's Justice League. DC and Warner Brothers made us wait way too long for a standalone Flash movie. The character never should have appeared in a team-up movie before he got his own movie. Look at what Marvel did. Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, and Hulk all had their own movies before the Avengers. DC doing it backwards has really come back to haunt them because nobody liked the Justice League movie. So why after watching that movie would they go and seek out The Flash? It just doesn't make any sense. Once that movie bombed, so did many of their standalone films. My other major issue is the movie itself doesn't even care about the history of the character of Barry Allen. The villain of the movie is Zod, a Superman baddie, instead of one of The Flash's famous foes like
like Gorilla Grodd, Captain Cold. It's a real travesty that we never really got a great scene with Jai Courtney's boomerang going up against Ezra Miller's Flash. The movie is trying to connect the Flash to Batman and Superman without creating a real world that centers around the Flash. Even the characters in the movie that are connected to the history of the character are lazily developed. Like Iris West, played by Kiersey Clemens, she is given absolutely nothing to do in this movie. If you are a fan of The Flash, this isn't the movie you wanted. This is really what happens when you try to connect all of these characters, when you make a movie that has The Flash, Batman, and Supergirl. Yes, you've connected them properly, they're all together, but then you lose focus who this movie is actually about. It's a movie about The Flash that barely cares about The Flash himself. It's about all of these other things. Yes, it focuses on the fact that he lost his parents, but the bad guy isn't a Flash guy. Most of the main characters aren't iconic Flash characters. This is a Flash movie that isn't about the Flash, and I believe that's its biggest problem. If this was a movie that was staying true to the history of the Flash and gave us those bad guys like Captain Cold or Gorilla Grodd, I would have liked it a whole lot more. I mean, the Zod villain is lame. I think that's another issue that these superhero movies are having. These bad guys are lame and they have no connection to the characters. Why do I want to see the Flash go up against Zod? He's a Superman bad guy. I want the Flash to go up against Flash bad guys. We just don't have enough history of Ezra Miller playing this character to have him in a movie with these other big time characters because then you begin to focus on them more than you do the character of Barry Allen, which should be the movie's sole focus, should be Barry Allen. I mean, again, the guy's been cast as The Flash since 2017. This was supposed to be Ezra Miller's movie, and he has to share it with way too many people. And this is really due to the fact that every movie has to be bigger than the last movie. Every superhero movie is trying to outdo the last superhero movie that was super big. I mean, this is in response to the Doctor Strange multiverse movie. I mean, they're in competition when really they should just all be focusing on making a really good product. All of the talk around The Flash is how it appears we are at the end of the superhero movies being the dominant genre. And here's where I think we are at. We are at the end of every superhero movie being a colossal hit, and it certainly feels like no one, not even die-hard fans, care about multiverses in DC or Marvel movies. These films need to get back to the basics. It's not about these silly cameos that show anyone can pop up in these movies and that there's these infinite possibilities. It's getting old really fast. These movies also have to go back to relying on one major movie star at a time. They're now uber focused on giving us so many movie stars in one movie. I mean think about the original Iron Man. It gave us Robert Downey Jr. It paired him with Jeff Bridges. It paired him with Gwyneth Paltrow. That's what these movies should be. Make a superhero movie with 
three movie stars and solely focus on them. I mean, The Flash just has way too many big-time celebrity appearances for you to focus on the movie itself. Matt Reeves' The Batman is a great movie because the best character in it is the leading character. Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne is the most interesting character in that movie. Yes, it has Zoe Kravitz. Yes, it has Paul Dano. Yes, it has Colin Farrell. But you want to spend time with Robert Pattinson's Batman. He is the most interesting thing in that movie. That's what these movies need more of, is the lead hero being an interesting character. And to get that, you need to give us a movie star. That's what these movies need. That's what Marvel had at the beginning. It had Robert Downey Jr. They discovered Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans to a lesser extent. I know there's a lot of chat online about how these superhero movies and these actors playing these superheroes are not movie stars and that these movies don't develop movie stars, but Chris Evans was so good as Captain America. He was given a trilogy that solely focused on his character, his performance, and him being Captain America. That's what I want to go back to. A time where movie star charisma is the thing carrying these superhero movies. One of the biggest reasons the Marvel movies are struggling nowadays because they really don't have a person who you can say is the face of their operation. For the longest time, it was Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. And they lost him and they really haven't found an adequate replacement. I don't think it's Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange, Chris Hemsworth, Thor really isn't even in the running. Tom Holland, Spider-Man is doing his own thing. Marvel needs somebody who can be their movie star guy, and DC doesn't have that at the moment. It has Robert Pattinson's Batman, but he's in his own universe. If this new DC extended universe, or whatever you want to call it, if James Gunn is going to be successful, he is going to need a movie star actor to lead that franchise, to have signature name in front of it because that's what Marvel had and that's what they lost. They had their biggest success while Robert Downey Jr. was leading the charge and since they lost him, they have been struggling. And one of the reasons DC has never really been in contention with Marvel is because they never found their star. Henry Cavill was a fine Superman. I think the movies he was in were quite bad, but he was never that big as that character. He never became their movie star. Ben Affleck, for whatever reason, it didn't work out with him either. Gal Gadot was a very good Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman 1984 ruined her as the character. You have Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, but then The Suicide Squad didn't do very good at the box office. Like, DC has been without a movie star. Casual moviegoers do not care about the comic books. They do not care about the superheroes themselves. They care about the stars in them. Flash is a movie that is relying heavily on nostalgia, and that's a problem because that's not what people want from superhero movies or any kind of movies nowadays. They want something fresh and new and as much as I like The Flash, it doesn't offer much in that area and some of the nostalgia doesn't make much sense. Like, I don't want to spoil the movie, but they are going so far back that some people won't even understand the references they're making. For instance, there's this weird reference to Back to the Future throughout the movie that nobody under 
the age of 35 is going to understand whatsoever. And the only reason I understand it is because I'm a movie buff. You just get the feeling that when you're watching a movie like The Flash, that these films, these superhero movies, don't know what they are anymore because they don't want to be origin stories, because they don't want to tell the same old stories again and again and again. But they also don't know what to do after that. Like, they're trying to connect the dots, and they're dots that people don't even care about. And I do think that's The Flash's biggest problem, and it's why week after week it's struggling mightily at the box office, because not enough people care about this movie, because they didn't get a good word of mouth. It's not getting known for its quality, it's getting known for everything other than that. It's getting known for its outside controversies with its star. It's getting known for how it took forever to come out. I just don't buy it when some people say this movie isn't a hit because The Flash himself is a secondary character. I believe this is a character that many people care about and know the history of. He is a main member of the Justice League. He's well known. When you say the name Barry Allen, most people know who you're talking about. They know the character of The Flash. They watch that show on the CW. They love Grant Gustin as the character. What they want is a good movie that focuses on The Flash. And The Flash just doesn't deliver on that. I think The Flash is a super flawed movie that I liked but didn't love. And you can see it just didn't know where it was going. We've also gotten to a point where the humor in these movies just feel like pandering. I talked about the version of Barry Allen that's being stupid on purpose. I didn't find that funny at all. I didn't really find anything about this movie to be all that funny. And I think all of these movies think they need to be funny because the Marvel movies that exploded all had this comedic tone. It's okay to make a serious superhero movie. Look at the Batman. That movie is not funny at all. Yet, it's one of the more popular standalone superhero movies we've gotten in a while. It doesn't all need to be a laugh and a ride and a half. Like, these movies don't need to be that. And The Flash was so desperately trying to be like that. It was trying to be funny and it was missing on that level. Overall, I like the Flash flaws and all, and I do wish it was more about the history of the character and included one of his villains, but this film is a lot better than some other DC films that made a ton of money. There are countless reasons this movie underperformed at the box office, and again, for me, the biggest being the long wait. I mean, so many people, if this movie had come out in 2020, I think it would have been a bigger hit. If it came out in 2018, 18, it would have been a hit. 2019 would have been a good time. But from 2017 on, we were all expecting a Flash movie and we never got one until it was too late. I know many have attacked the film's use of CGI and that's become a regular theme when it comes to superhero movies. They have way too much CGI. My only issue with the movie when it comes to that is during the film's time travel sequences, those looked really, really bad. I can't overstate how disappointing it is that most likely Michael Keaton's last time playing Batman and Bruce Wayne is going to be in a movie that not a lot of people have seen. I mean, it was great that the last time he played Batman was in Batman Returns, a movie that wasn't super popular but has grown in stature over time. I mean, people love his second Batman movie. I don't think at the end of the day a lot of people are going to grow to love The Flash. I think 
think it is a messy film that very few people are going to end up revisiting. And I'll end on this. I would be shocked if this doesn't end up being Ezra Miller's last time playing The Flash. I mean, I could not see a world where he gets to play this character again and lead another film. I mean, this movie has not done good at the box office whatsoever. It might end up making less money than Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam. With this and what's going on with the Fantastic Beasts movie, Ezra Miller has had a rough time when it comes to blockbusters lately, with a lot of it being self-inflicted. Hard to see Miller leading a franchise anytime soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I recommend you check out The Flash, and next week on the podcast, I'm talking about Wes Anderson's Asteroid City, starring Jason Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson, and Tom Hanks, so tune into that, and please rate, review, and subscribe. (laughs) 